You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour number three. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems, downtown studio. Uh, a man who really needs no introduction in this city. Oh, thank you. Uh, he's a man that can walk down the street and probably hordes of people crowd around him. It's not usually hordes. Maybe a couple come see me. That's it. No. Um, what? What? You need? You... I'm on. Yeah, you're good. Oh. I think the light just doesn't work on that one. <laughs> I'm just pointing. Yeah, I got you like, on. I'd like to. Tr- I'd like to chime in here if I could. <laughs> my, my, light's my light's not, not on. on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't talk. It's like my kids sometimes when the door's locked. Yeah. Because it's all automatic. Right. They just don't realize like because when we were kids, you could just you just had to pull it up and push it down. Yeah. So they're locked in the vehicle. If the button doesn't work, <laughs> they, they, they can't escape. Right. It's yeah. like I can't talk until this light comes on. Yeah. Right. Let's just pretend it is. Yeah. And uh, to your earlier statement. Uh, I get people looking at me, yeah, and then I hear a lot of whispers and kind of laughing and pointing every once in a while. As That's I walk not in. nice. It's mean. It's very mean. It's so, is mean. So, no, I just don't acknowledge anybody. I what just do you think it's about? Down. What do you think it's about? Lots of things. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like uh, admiration. I think actually, mm, yeah, is, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. A lot of that pointing and laughing is yeah. admiration. Yeah. yeah. Wow, look at him. He's so tall. <laughs> <laughs> we love him. Uh, that's uh, Calgary sports legend mm-hmm. Brent Cron in studio joining us here. Uh, you were at the game on Wednesday. I was. I was. I was jacked up. Yeah. I was pumped. Okay. Mm. Opening night. Yeah. I was really excited to watch that Leafs Canadians game prior. Yep. Yeah. Um, Ooh, Jake Allen let in some softies oh. that game. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. There was just some bad goals Jake Allen was he, letting in. You know, in. he started off all right. Yeah. You know, and, and then it just did the, it just fell apart completely. Yeah. Um, the big thing is, is I was happy to see the Flames win. That, I mean, the game itself was, was a bit of a tire fire. Like, it wasn't uh, crisp, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, by any stretch. There were some mispasses. I'm t- not going to lie. There, there was, was a, a couple. Um, yeah, there was a handful of them and a few missed assignments in terms of, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, dipsy doodle the blue line. Oh, that got stripped and we're going back the other way. And I may as well go in for a change. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. I don't want, I don't want to get a minus today. <laughs> so I'm just going to hop far off. Away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. But uh, Markstrom. You look good. Oh boy. I was actually, I, I don't really... Get, nervous might be too much, you know. I, I don't care. You were anxious, but I was anxious because I, mean, I want him to do well. Yeah, and I want him to make that first save. I mean, in my mind, I'm like, make that first save, dude. It was Just a big one make too. it. it was yeah, a tough one out of the corner there. Just like that. Yeah, right. And uh, he didn't have time to think about it either, which was kind of mm-hmm. nice. I, I uh, if you if you if, if you sit around for a little while and don't get shots, it can kind of uh, creep into your mind. I really want to get into your mind. It's just like the meme. From uh, the Hangover, when Zach Galifianakis <laughs> is about to jump on the blackjack table, yeah, yeah. Joker and the get, Thief starts yeah, playing. I want to get, uh, I want to get your brain on schematically when Jacob Markstrom is playing well. What are the telltale signs that you see that, like, okay, dude's really sharp tonight? He's quiet because he's a very active goaltender, right? When he's struggling, he's even more active. It, it's exhausting watching him how much he has to mm-hmm. move for a big body like that. He just is that just confidence? For sure it is. Hundred mm. percent it is. Right when you're confident, you don't have to do nearly as much to do the job. You know, just go out there and you believe in yourself, and stuff happens. You don't think and and you know that. And he's an emotional guy too, right? So even if he's playing well, you can see the emotion on him. Mm-hmm. But th- those negative emotions, right? Like last year, we saw it all over the place. There'd be frustration. I remember, I think he like didn't kick a guy, but he trips him. He you know yeah. fights with the referees, yeah. arguing with guys. Like get get lost. That doesn't make you better, right? Right. Um, but the quietness. 
And, and you know, the rebound control, too. Like, things aren't mm. just exploding off of him. He's making a save, and, yep. and yeah, it's, it's quiet and, and, and rebounds. I notice when he's really on top of his game, he's a little higher in the crease. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, that's kind of, that's a good point, because a lot of goal, you know, the way they, they, they teach a lot of goaltenders now, there's, there's a lot of big ones out there, right? Mm-hmm. And, if you, and the, the way the game is played, there's a, a lot of flow, a lot of movement, a lot of passing, you to cover a lot of ground, so guys stay a bit deeper in their net. But uh, on, on the shots in particular, the one-on-one shots, I'll give you that for sure. Because he just he knows where his net is. Usually if you stay yeah. deeper in your net, you're trying to find it. Like, right? it's kind of crazy. You got a guy like Shesterkin who does not play out of the top of the crease, really. No. He kind of hides back there a little bit. But nowadays, with so much left-to-right movement, so much east-west, you kind of have to, right? right? Like, you get stuck out on the top of your crease. That's so much farther to go. Yeah. Especially when you got Leon Dreisaitl just... hanging out on the freaking goal line. <laughs> right. Putting which, him top which corner. Is, which is the complete opposite of what goalies were told to do years ago. 100%. What I like to see, though, too, is, to your point about him challenging more, um, even when there's, there's traffic in front of the net, that he's fighting for his ice. Because mm. a lot of times, mm. it goes back to confidence. If, if you're... If there's a lot of chaos in front of your net, if you don't have a lot of confidence, you're going to back, you're just going to recede. You're not going to kind of fight for your ice. You're going to back up and you're just going to feel more comfortable with people not hitting you. But he kind of gets up in there and, and, and he, 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 well, last night, or, or sorry, Wednesday night, he was fighting for his ice and he was, he was assertive, not aggressive, but he was assertive. I liked it. What did you think of the goal Connor scored through the legs of uh, Osterley? Could it looks like he kind of maybe hit something, was partially screened. Like, was, was that a softie in your opinion? Yeah. And how huge was it that he bounced back after that? Because I'm not sure if it was soft as it kind of looked like it did on television. Anytime the puck goes through a goaltend, or anytime the puck goes through you, yeah, it's just, I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen to the puck. It can hit a guy's skate. It can be partially screened like that shot. I mean, that gap was terrible, too. He was just allowed to walk in and snap yeah. it. Like, mm-hmm. that can't happen, right? That's why Osterley's probably sitting on Saturday. 100%, right? Mm-hmm. Um but having said that, it goes through you. But it goes through his seven hole, like underneath his arm yeah. of his glove, and you know yeah. like, that's that's a stoppable puck, right? No matter how close that is, that goes in through you. That's a stoppable puck. I thought it was weak, and it was, a, and he would tell you he should have had it. Yeah. Um. But you know when I saw that goal, because what two minutes after the Manjapani got the goal there, or yeah. three minutes, he's like, oh no, like. You know, I, I don't have I don't have a lot of confidence yet. You know, there's not a lot of currency I'm dealing with when I'm cheering for this team. It's sure. like last year, bad things would happen and it would just tank. It'd be like, oh no, not and and you could just see them spiral a tad. Yeah. Even though that wasn't obviously their best game, they got the result. They won the game. Markstrom was their best player, and he continued to battle, which is what I everybody wanted to see. And it was it was great to see him just shake that one off. I was looking at him. I was watching him too, like just for signs, like you know, looking at the. You know, ceiling or shrugging his shoulders or none of that. He just, oh, that was in. That's too bad. Oh, that shouldn't have, that shouldn't have gone in. Yeah. And let me have some water and let me just get back to playing hockey. That's what I want to see, right? Because bad goals happen all the time, mm-hmm. right? I mean, your coaches tell you, I've been told for years, oh, you know, that's an American League hockey goal. You need to stop that. That's you letting your team down. That sucks. Like, and then you can take that to heart. You can say, yeah, you know what? It went in. Who cares? I can't do anything about it now. <sighs> Reset. Let's go, right? And that's what people want to see. They don't want to see you. You know, dwelling on that when you make a bad play, you don't hang your head. You're like, oh, you can just see it even in players too when they make, you know, the giveaways, they hit the post or something's going wrong. They just, they hang their head. And it was nice to see him just, hey, you know what? That that's too bad. Let's go. And that was it. I'm interested to see how many games he plays on the five game roadie. We'll probably see Vladar at some point, but you, you think so? Yeah. 
I wanted to ask you about some other players on the team. Um, what goes through your mind when Jonathan Huberto hits the empty net post? <laughs> just, How did he hit the post? <laughs> I don't know. I immediately started <laughs> he, laughing. He I said did. yesterday it was a pass to Mangiapane. That's what he said in the, in the, to the press. So Very witty. I mean, yeah, that was an unbelievable pass. Easy way to get out of that one. Right. You know, it's, it's really good. He knows, obviously, his geometry, I think, because he yep. put it perfectly off the post. Exactly. And right onto Mangiapane's stick. I mean, he couldn't even do that again if he tried. It's an elite play. It's very, very much so, it's right? It's an elite and play. And it's a closet yeah. elite play because not many people notice it as an elite play. Yeah. Right, um, but you, you you look at him and it's just like okay, like that was kind of what it was last year. You mm-hmm. you like to see him get more engaged too, and a play like that, if it could just go in, you know, every like the sky's falling right now. In my mind, it's just because the emotions go up and down and up and down. Um, yeah, off the post, I mean, come on, really? <laughs> yeah. Open net on your stick, your left-handed shot or whatever I think he is, and it's all there for him. And it's like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm gonna get the assist on this one <laughs> yeah. instead. Right, I'm a team player. Yeah, team team guy, right? We were just chatting with Frank Cervalli. He told us that maybe the biggest story out of that opener to him was Andrew Bonjapani getting a couple of goals. He gets bumped up to the top line. A thought on what you saw from him and, and maybe how that can snowball into a season. Well, you get bounces too, right? That first goal. I mean, it was shot through traffic and it just kind of popped out the side and open net and he buried that, right? That's how he got 35. I know. It was scoring goals exactly like that. Well, and I was having a conversation with one of the guys I was with. And uh, we're just saying, like, this, this power play looks static. It, it looks stagnant. They're just kind of standing still, pass here, up to the point, over, back, over. It's just nobody's really moving. And then they just fire the puck through. The net and the, we're talking this. They need to get a garbage goal. Like, they just gonna have to get it off somebody's face or, you know, knee or the referee's got to get in the way somehow. And then the, the puck just squirts out. And it's like, boom, in the net. And that's how they started the game. And I thought he looked good. He was, he was around the net. He was waiting for his opportunities. And it's nice yeah. to... Get bounces right early on where he, okay, he's got two already, right? Perfect. Now we can just get going. Um, was were you like us? Uh, did you notice Sharon Govich at all in that game? No, not at all. I I'm like, I was I was interested to see him play. I so was I. I, I. I saw him in the warm up. We were talking about him, and you know, I, he's a big man. I like he his is. jersey number. I noticed him on the <laughs> kill a little bit. Yeah, running around out there trying to get in some lanes, but. <laughs> Five on five, nope. No power play, nope. Yeah, not out there. He wasn't uh, wasn't too involved yet. You know, maybe uh, it'll, it'll take some time. Live is, we'll see how that goes. But uh, you've been in these rooms before. Um, when there is a player who comes in who's obviously not North American, I wonder if there just takes a little bit more time for him to get comfortable with the group around him. Have you seen that before? A, mi- a million times before, yeah. right? And it, it does take a little bit of time to to get acclimatized to everything and it's a big stage and it's a big opportunity too right and and it's it's the best league in the world and you want to go out there and do well and a lot of it's for a lot of european players too when they come over it's like they're so they look like they're so relaxed you know it's almost mm. like they don't care like i've played with a lot of guys i mean pavel brendel comes to mind where Pavi could score at will but he would just kind of go out there for a couple skates and then he would just look around and even during the game you know he's just you no know, waving to the people in the stands and he's like okay and then somebody would hit him I mean, either he'd decide to get involved or he wouldn't, right? But, yep. you, got, you know, it just takes a little bit of time, and it's confidence, and it's one game. So, I, you know, he was a, he was a, not a dud, but, you know, he was forgettable for sure. Well, there's that pressure, and there's the pressure that you got traded for Tyler Toffoli plus a third-round pick. For sure, but that kind of stuff, you, can, you mean? You can eliminate that. Is yeah. it really pressure, though? I don't know. Like who, who's in the city going? Oh, we traded Toffoli for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Toffoli said, he didn't want to be here. And then see you later. Bye. The man can't eat at a restaurant anymore because people yeah. just spit in his food. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Come it's on, like, man. Like, yeah. you're weird for Toffoli. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nobody's nobody was saying that. It's just you want more from that guy. It's just funny too. You can use it if you're chirping him, right? It's like, well, you got traded for Toffoli. You're a joke, right? Well, so I, whatever, right? I said this earlier to Maddie, and uh, that's the voice of Brent Cron, Calgary sports legend in studio, Big Show, Russell and Rose, 960, the fan. Um, is Rajitska is is his ceiling? Yegor Sharangovich? I don't. That's the, <laughs> he's he's a big guy too. Yeah. Right? I'm like, can Rajizka turn into Sharon Govich? <laughs> no. Like, that's what I'm asking. You want him to just get going. Like, you, you want to slap him and say, hey, man, like, let's go. And, and there's so many guys that are so talented, especially if they have size and they can skate. You're like, what are you waiting for? Or let me rephrase this. More upside. Yes. Rajitska or Walker Dewar? Oh, Dewar. Oh, sorry. Upside Rajitska, for sure. Cause, okay. Because Dewar, he works. I've got a soft spot for Dewar. I love that guy. I met him this summer. Yeah. The nicest what a sweetheart. Kid. Oh, hey. Wow. My goodness. I just wanted to give him a big hug. I'm yeah. like, man, you're great. You're yeah. just great. I, you I'm, can stay. I, I'm a fan of yours for life. I love that guy. Hmm. But he gives it his all every night. He just He's buzzing out there. He's finishing checks. He's playing hard hockey, right? Yep. Rizich, Fast, too. Oh, man. But, you know, Rizichka, his his ceiling to me is higher than Dewar's, but his basement is way lower because you don't know what you're going to get from him every night. I think Dewar's mm. more consistent, right? You, you know what you're going to get from him. And then if you get a couple goals here here and there, too, it's okay, that's great. Whereas Rizichka, it's, man, you have all the tools. Put it in the toolbox and let's go. Like, you have everything. And and especially with guys i played with over the years that are big, fast, skilled, if you're not involved, you just look, everybody's just disappointed. I want to see Kadri and Coronado work together. Yes. Kadri is an emotional player. He can get frustrated sometimes. Do you think that that can last with Coronado at the same time trying to find his way in the NHL? I, I They need to get going. Kadri needs to get going, though, too. Like, I watching him play Wednesday night, too, it just, he, bug, he bugs me. Because mm. you know how much of an agitator he can be. You know how involved he can get. He just has to decide if he wants to get involved or not. You know, mm. and, and watching the game Wednesday night, it was one of those games, too, where he's got one hand on the stick and he's poking at it, and he's just like, Ugh, you know, and then he goes off for the line change and he comes back on. you got a young guy out there that's got a great shot that wants to get going, and the veteran guy's got to be driving the bus and the rookie's got to be pushing it, and like everybody's got to be on this. And I just, I haven't seen too much consistency counting last season, too, right, from Kadri. The other thing there is you've got two shooters. Like, Kadri is a shoot first, ask questions later type of guy, and Coronado... That's what we talk about. This guy can rip the puck. I just wonder if that'll work for them too. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see what Coronado can do. I I, I really am. I mean, everybody talks about that shot. It is a bomb. He looked a little nervous on the power play. I don't for want him to defer as much. Sure. He was deferring to a bunch of veterans, but can, that'll change, right? You can give that to him. It's early. He's he's still trying to make friends and try to make plays, and eventually he'll he'll find his way. He'll find his confidence. Make friends too. You threw that in there. Yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. Right, team guy. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah. Once he starts getting, they want him to shoot the puck. Get it, fire it. Get it, fire it. We need somebody to tee you up. Let's go. That one play where he came out from below the goal line on the power play and shot it. It was a save, but that was kind of exactly where I'm like, do more of that. Yeah, and it, and it's you know obviously you want to score, but like it just kind of showed a bit of confidence there too. I'm going to get this and I'm going to rip it. Great, perfect. Keep doing that. Right. Pucks will go in. You got a big league shot. I'm on team. Uh, put Huberto with Coronado. Yes. Put the team's best passer with yes. the guy who potentially has the best shot on the team. Why wouldn't you? You tell me. Yeah. I keep saying it. I'm not ready for it yet. Okay. I, I still think he needs to get a little bit more used to it because, like, what you saw in the power play in game one, I'm afraid that you see too much of that when he starts playing with the top guys. I just want him to get a little bit more comfortable in the NHL. He told Randy Sportag after that game, it was the fastest game he has ever played in bar none. Not even close to last year's NHL game. So I just need, 
I, I think that there's going to be a time, but I think right now yeah, is but, not it. But isn't the Lindholm the would be the in, like he'd be insulated by Lindholm on that line anyway? But he's playing against the best players in the NHL if he's doing that. I the get absolute it. best, and Lindholm can't cover a whole line of guys when you've got Crosby, you've got Malkin, you've got Raquel, you've got Gensel, you've got Sheer. Like the list goes on for this Penguins team. I I think he'll get there, but in his first year, I'm just I don't want him I, to have to go out there and up making mistakes and. And then having but I to think wear it's that. easier on the wing to do that than it is at center or on defense. I think it just is. It is. And I, I'd like to see it now. I really would. He had a good preseason. Preseason has nothing to do with the regular season at all. He had a great, awesome, great, nobody. Now that part's over. Now yep. you, you just take that, that momentum and bring it into the regular season. With a shot like his, he can play the game at this level. And for him to take time, I, I understand the point where you want to just bring guys in slowly and allow them to get confident, but... There's nothing wrong with popping him up in the first line and say, hey, dude, let's go. And and I'd l- I honestly would like to see that. He's a great shot. Mm-hmm. Put him with guys and get him the puck. And they got to talk about it. Hey, puck's coming to you. They, like, you know, they're they're going to have to fire it. Fire it. You know, yeah. we're, we're not looking for it back. You're the guy. You're the guy. Yeah. And and showing him that confidence too early on, I think he's earned it, right? With the, with the preseason play, I think he's earned it. Give him a couple chances on the front on, on, on the first line. I'd like to see it. I don't need, I don't think this team needs to be safe. They have enough. I think no. that's a great point. And if you have Matt Coronado playing on your number one line, like look how much more depth that gives you on the wing down the lineup. True, but at, if you do like, it, I get what you're. I know what you're saying, but as he's as, as Fred Cron just said, like, what, what do you really have to lose? Like honestly, well, right now you've got Manjapani who had a great game there, sure, and you have a chance at actually having someone on that right side of that line who could stick. So right now, I would stick with Manjapani. But also, I've seen Manjapani play well with Kadri. And Kadri seems like the guy that can't find chemistry with anybody right now outside of playing with Dubé and Majapani earlier last season. And it was early last season for like 15 games. But but they, but they were the best line on the team for that stretch. <laughs> they were very good for that stretch. Yeah. Yes. Like I'm saying, I know what you're saying about Majapani. you got to get him going. And if they're going to make the playoffs, the guy's got to score at least north of 25 goals. But I like Dubé, Majapani, and Kadri. I, I, I thought there was some chemistry with those guys. And they're all edgy players too, right? Like you, you can... They, they get in the mix. I mean, they're not overly big. You know, Kadri, we all know about him. Dubé will get in there. Uh, Manjapani and Corona and Blake Blake Coleman, those guys would be just a nuisance to play against. You would <laughs> hate know, that. I know. Yeah, for they're sure. so small. Manjapani has that smile that just makes you want to punch him in the face yes, when yeah. he's being a weasel. And he goes to the net, right? And, yep. it, like, I, I think that, and that, like, that line's played together before. Those guys had, like, I don't know how much chemistry they have yet, but yeah. they put Coronado on the first line. Put it, do it. I want to see the team's best shooter with the team's best passer. That's all I want to see. I know. Give it a chance. If yeah. you look more comfortable on the power play, I would have said, yeah, go for it. Okay. It's only one game. Yeah, I know. And I, like I said, yeah. he'll, he'll get there. He'll yeah. get his chance this season. I for like sure. It. I just think that it's a little early in the year. A little um, too excited is what you're saying. Yeah, I think you guys are a little too excited. Brent Cron and I, we're always on like the same wavelength. Him and I have a lot of the yeah. same thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I just... That's you it. and I like we 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 vibe. I was going to say, as they say, yes. There's a lot of vibing going mm. on, and uh, and I sometimes just think things, and then you say them. Mm. It's, get it's, out of it, here, it's really. Crazy. It's like it's, I'm, like, I'm like, get out of my head. Wow. I was going to say that. Okay, uh, straight ahead, uh, more flames talk. I want to talk about the Oilers goalie situation? Yes, with you. please. Like, yes, let's do I, it. I've been saving Soup? it for the bottom half of the hour because <laughs> I know you have something to say about what's going on north uh, in Edmonton in the crease with for the Edmonton Oilers. I want to get your opinion on toothpicks and um, the way I pronounce mayonnaise. Yeah, it's mayonnaise. Yes, I know. I've always said mayonnaise. You're, you're my wrong. Whole life. I know. And you used to say program, but I think you're doing that on purpose. That was on purpose. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, we'll do plays of the week. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Brent Cron in studio, Sportsnet 960, the fan. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. We'll wrap up the week with uh, the best and worst of the big show. I'm looking forward to it. Probably a lot more worse than best. We had a short week. Yeah, you're on. on. I know. On. I just had to do it again. I know. I'm sorry. You're like, there's no light. <laughs> yeah. I can't talk. There's no light on here, guys. I'm out of here. This is uh, Bush League. Yeah. That's, well, uh, that's Brent Cron. That didn't need to be said. Calgary I Sporting think we all knew. Brent Cron, Calgary Sporting Legend, still in studio. Yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, they have little red lights on the microphones here. And <laughs> who for some reason, know that? Brent Cron's doesn't work. Right. You know, you said still in studio, meaning like at some point you were trying to get rid of me this morning and I'm still here. I think you're reading too much into that. Am I? Yeah. yeah. I see. I, I have a tendency you. to do that. I appreciate <laughs> you. Overthinking is no good. It leads to a lot of stress and unhappiness It in does. Life. The hamster does not I'm, stop running in the wheel. I am definitely yeah. an overthinker. Yeah. I'm what not. I do. It's pretty funny when you do catch yourself it's overthinking. It's all the drugs, Maddie. Yeah, right on. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you go on to get... Comfortably the- numb. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I've ever told you what my theory about being stupid? No, I'd love to hear it. Stupid people have it made. Here's why. They don't lie in bed and think about anything. What do they do? Head hits the pillow. (laughs) Time to sleep. (laughs) Right out. Yeah. They don't think about anything. It's like Like my buddy's future ex-wife, dumbest person I ever met, sleeps like a log. Why? Because she's stupid as (laughs) stupid could be. Stupid is where it's at. I know. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, it is. It's It's so true. It's like being a kid. You're like, I'm bored. Can I go run? Yeah, just go run outside and then come back in when you're done. Have yeah, her, okay. Have see, her, like, yeah. look how serious the world is right yeah. now. You think stupid people think about that stuff? No. Nope. I wonder what I'm gonna eat today. What am I drinking no. tonight? My rents due. Oh, don't worry about. It. I'm gonna go run for a little while and then yeah. I'm gonna make a bologna sandwich and yeah. then I, well, we'll see what else hits me. I'm gonna hide under some coats and hope everything works itself out. Take a nap. Yeah. Stupid, it's where it's at. I know. I'm I telling you, I, I feel it. attacked. Well, there's, there's a handful no. of guys, dumb guys that I played with that went on to have very good careers. They were just rock piles skating around. You talk yeah. to them like, hey, hey, man, coach, you come in. What are you doing? I don't know. Do this instead. Okay. Yeah. And then just get the puck and they just, it was awesome. Like, how, yeah. Can I be that inept, that, you know, brainless where I don't even care if somebody's offending me? I don't even know. It's like, mm. oh, man. Okay, man. Sure. Yeah. Right we'll on. hang out. Yeah. Let's go hang out. Yeah, I'm play Call you. of Duty. Let's go, man. I'm telling you, you live a happier life if you're for dumb. sure you do. You want to bring video do. games into this? It just attacked me even more. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, it's just same. literally me. Stop. <laughs> they sound we're like flannel. this bit. Yeah. Um, want to get your thoughts? Um, <laughs> we talked about Jacob Marstrom looked really good in Game One. Sharp. Stole the game for he the did. Calgary Flames, he and did. that's a mark of a good team. I was talking about this yesterday. When uh, when you play like crap and you can still pick up a win, agreed. They couldn't do that last year. Nope. Couldn't do it at all. when they played like crap, so did Markstrom. Couldn't get any timely goal scoring. None. What did they get at the end of that game? Exactly. Timely goal. I know. Um, wanted to get your thoughts on uh, the uh, the goaltending situation north of us in Edmonton. All of a sudden, for some reason, Jack Campbell wins the job, I guess, <laughs> I out of camp. Do they not, have they not seen the full body work yeah, of Jack yeah. Campbell? Or Stuart Skinner last year, but that's yeah. fine. Sure. So uh, Jack Campbell struggled a little bit in that game against the Canucks. Um, you think there's a chance, uh, you know, I'm going to phrase it this way. 30 and a half games started for Jack Campbell this th- season, the rest of the way over under under. Ooh, okay. I think they're going to, they, that means the Oilers are having a good year. Um, I, I, I don't understand how you can say he won the starters role out of training camp. When I heard that, I want, I just started laughing immediately because he was not good last season. 
and they they want him to be the guy. Like they're going to give him every opportunity to fail again, right? Yeah. And and I I I would like to see him succeed. I, I rip on him an awful lot because he bothers me. But he's such a nice guy. He is. But, but who oh, cares? Man. I know. You, you know, it's like it's that's, pro sports. You know, that's the thing. It's like you feel bad for him. Like he's such a good person, and he's a great guy. And, and he takes letting goals in so hard. I know. He loves his cats. Right. And you sit there and you're like, my God, because he's such a nice guy. Yeah. I, I want the best for him. Yeah. You do. I really didn't want him to go to Edmonton no. for this exact reason. Right? And, you just and now, I have to, now I have to do this. I know. And, you know, after every save he makes, you watch him. He goes and taps his D-man on the shin pads. It's just like, stop it. I would like you to be a jerk. You know what yeah. I mean? After every game, it's like, oh, I let right. the team be down. Be like I Jordan Bennington. Yes. Just start yeah. fighting people and, I don't know, grab the usher right. and the, and the be crowd. Like just, yeah. Yeah. Be like Tom Barrasso. Be like Tom Barrasso. Yes. Right? right. Do something yeah. out of out of character. Yeah. Just, just swear on Twitter. Just Shoulder say, check a security guard on yeah, your way in. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. right? Fire up the tires. Maybe ski McDavid's car or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Do something, right? Or Stuart Skinner. Or Stuart Skinner. Yeah, there you go. Do something. Yeah. But, you know, I know they've, they've, you know, when I say help, it's like they've tried to work with him in terms of his mental approach yes because yeah. you know that that guy think we're talking about overthinking earlier in the show you can watch him on the ice overthink absolutely everything right mm-hmm. everything is that game i mean yeah he's letting four goals yeah he got yanked Stuart skinner didn't fare much better but look at some of those bounces what edmonton was giving up for shots like it didn't matter if if uh campbell would have stood on his head it's the the, the very rarely do we say that the oilers offense didn't get the job done tonight mm-hmm but they're in a world of hurt, and and you know because the Stewart's they make a big deal about Stuart Skinner, you know, falling apart in the playoffs last season. He had a hell of a year, like he had a hell of a year, and and it was his first season. Yeah, get going again. Like I know that you want Campbell to do it. He's got the contract. Let's get him fired up and let's get him ready to go. I don't know if there's anything you can do with a guy. He'll he'll get streaky. They yeah, he, he'll, he'll get on a end tear. Of last year he yeah, I know. Like a dozen game oh, stretch. Wow, there's Jack Campbell again. He's he's really grabbing the bull by the horns. Not really. It, it, it's confidence. You mean you never forget? Now, this. shouldn't that come? That's obviously coming from management for sure. Why does Jay Woodcroft care that Jack Campbell makes him out of money? Who's the guy who gives you the best chance to win tonight? I know, and it's Skinner. So this is like a Mark Shapiro, Ross Atkins, let's pull Jose Barrios out of the game <laughs> and let's put Yusei Kikuchi in there and to face a guy on base in a situation he's ne- never used to doing. But why does Jay Woodcroft care how much money Jack Campbell makes? He should only care about winning tonight. Like that is such an upper management decision by the Oilers say, oh, he won the job in camp. We all know Skinner was a better goalie last season. Yeah, it wasn't even close. It doesn't Campbell matter. Campbell was way better in the preseason. Like to be well, fair, you know, but he, okay. but you should also throw out the preseason and take way more stock into last season. Right, that's yeah. I think where he went wrong. I don't think this is necessarily a management thing to me. I thought mm. this is a Jay Woodcroft reading the situation with his goalies wrong. Okay, I, I, Campbell needed to be good in preseason because he was terrible last year. Yeah, and and he's a he's a he's a, a up up and down when it comes to his confidence. He's super high, super low in a game, in a period, mm-hmm. in a shift. His emotions just go all over the place. He needed to have a good preseason just to have confidence going into the year. And then he, it's a night like that where you want to forget. I don't know how much Jack Campbell can bury things. It's like, oh, I let Nate go or whatever. Yeah. I'll just move on. You like like Markstrom digging the puck out of the net. Okay, next save. Yeah. yeah. Campbell's not that guy. You know, there was, there was goals that were scored on him where it just bounces off open net. Like, nothing he could do about it. Yeah. And you can just see him like, oh, man, I should have had that. He's like, well, you know what? Those backdoor one-timers, they do catch up to you. Like, those, that's not really something you can work on, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't I just, I don't like it. I don't like it, but it's one game in. 
it's eight one. They'll probably blow the doors off of Vancouver Saturday night, thirteen to ten. And mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Skinner will start that game. You'd hope if they have a brain, they would put Skinner in. But you're, it's not your job to to coddle to the players like, oh, we got to each everybody's individual, so you have to treat them as such. But be, like to your point, he, yeah, he makes whatever twenty five million dollars or five years. We got to put him in the net because we're paying him money. So you want to put him in the net and have your whole team fold in front of you essentially because you know they're all holding their breath when the shot comes on Campbell. They, yeah. Everybody is. No matter how well he plays, it mm-hmm. still looks like an accident when he stops the puck. Yeah. Whereas Skinner is way more calm. They need somebody that's calm back there because if you're jumping around and you're making awesome saves, great, but everyone looks like an accident. You want a guy that's yeah, I, calm. I don't know what it is about hockey fans in this country who are so obsessed with how much money each guy makes. Who cares? Exactly. Who cares? Exactly. That's the same thing with the Olinholm conversation for me. Yeah. Like, who well, cares? Yeah. Right? I what mean, you mean by who cares, though? Who cares what the number is if you're oh, a no, fan? Yeah. Oh, no, no. But I mean, like, to me, it's about, yeah, it's the asset management aspect of it. Yeah. I don't care how much he's making. It's you can't let a guy like that walk for free. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Like, bad organizations make decisions like that. You have to plan for one, three, <laughs> five years in advance. And if you let Elias Lindholm walk for nothing, that's just bad asset management, sure. and it puts your organization backwards. I don't care how much money Elias Lindholm is going to make. If he's going to be your number one center, like that's just the way it is. Damn. That's how much money he's going to make. Like Jack Campbell makes $5 million. Okay, but he can't win the net right now. I know. So he, he I guess I'm paying the backup $5 million. We shouldn't have maybe signed him with that contract, but now we got to eat you-know-what yep. because we made a mistake by signing him. It's just comparables and all this in the NHL that we're so obsessed with contracts. I just don't get it. I don't understand. Like, Seth Jones is a guy I always like look to. I'm like, that's not a $9.5 million no. defenseman, but that guy signed his deal when defensemen were getting paid. And right. good for Seth Jones for getting that bank. Congratulations to him. But to me, it's like Seth Jones, a $9 million defenseman. Well, no, but I'm like, that's fine. That's what he got at the time, and good for him for making that money. Is Seth Jones one of the elite blue liners in the NHL, yeah. in my opinion? No, he's not. Is he's it, a top four defenseman. Sure. Is he worth $9 million? Is, is it, is it no. his fault that he got $9 million? Nope. Not at all. I would, you know, that's why you have agents. That's why you negotiate. You know what? Maybe you're a $5 million player, and right. some, some some team values you more. You go get seven. You don't have a great year. Sure. They start ripping. Who cares? Go out and play the best players. Is there blame on the organization, too? Because this is a guy who, at his age, when you sign him for that long, you are paying for what he is going to become. And I think it's yeah. fair to say that since he got to Chicago, he has plateaued. Yes. Which is still a 50-point defenseman and a top-four guy, and he's big and he's strong and all that stuff. And actually, when the Flames played the Blackhawks last year, he was their best player, and it wasn't even close. But at the same time, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's a product of the moment and everything that's happening around it, and you just have to work with that. Yeah. The same reason that the Flames have guys like Rasmus Anderson and Noah Hannafin signed for less than $5 million. Defensemen like that weren't getting paid when Anderson and Hannafin got their contracts. They were getting what they got, and that's why you have two outstanding deals right now. But then again, you can look at the Sabres. Now, defensemen are making $8.5, $9 million. They've got power. They've got Dalene. They've locked them up. They did exactly what happened with Seth Jones, but now you have to continue with this progression for the team and make sure that these guys are always taking a step. Seth Jones is like, what, fourth overall pick? Second, yeah. fourth, like top five? Yeah, I thought he was three, but whatever. I, I, I get your point.
But to me, Darlene is like miles ahead of all of those guys. For sure. Oh, yeah. Watching just Darlene play and how silky smooth oh, that guy awesome. is. It's like awesome. he you is, see that hip check he threw on Heedle? And you know what? He's sneaky, so he's sneakily a rat, too. Yeah. I don't think it's that <laughs> yeah. sneaky. Yeah. I, I don't think, think it's that sneaky, no, bro. I, I think he is a rat. I have been to so many Sabres games, and you just watch him slash and hack guys behind <laughs> he the... Did it he does it all, the yeah, does it all I, the time. And I love that about him. I love that about players. dudes on the team love that, too. Like, you're our best skater, like, probably our most skilled guy, and you're an SOB to play against. Oh, I know. Him and Mo Sider, man. Two guys. Hard Cheap. pass. I would rather not. Cheap shots. I love it. I just, you know what? Back's turn. Ref can't see. Just bury him in the calf with the toe of your blade. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you see that dry sidle slash the other day? Oh, yeah. my God. Like, in this, in the, okay, He's I'm going to give you, for the puck. I'm going to give you a group of away. defensemen. Is one guy really that head and shoulders above the other guys? Jones, Rasmus Anderson, and Darnell Nurse. Whoa. Uh well one of those guys is I I wouldn't put Darnell Nurse in there. Darnell but, Nurse can't. But Darnell pow- Nurse plays number one minutes in Edmonton. But he doesn't quarterback their power play. He's their number one penalty killer. Like you're talking yep. about a couple of guys in Anderson and Jones, who are number one power play guys, sure. also top pair guys, also PK guys. Like I think Jones and Anderson are probably comparable. Um I say Anderson is ahead of them both. That would be how I see it. I don't well, know about well, you, know if, if you, if you took. Thank you for calling me Brent. It sounds weird when people call me Brent, but uh, seems when people call me Matt, <laughs> like, it's weird. But if Matthew, Matty or Rose is usually what I get. If you don't, if you take the salary aside, you have no idea what each guy made. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would take Rasmus Anderson, mm-hmm. right? And then you throw in the salary, and the salary, and right. it's, uh, well, Anderson again, Anderson again, <laughs> right? For me, a hundred percent, right? But. But that's the thing. It's like, and then you get ca- salaries put in there, and then also it changes your opinion. Well, that guy can't make. Well, he di- he's making you know nine million dollars the next six years. So who cares? That's the way it is. Stop bringing it up. It's like mm-hmm. Nurse gets roasted all the time. Highest paid player in the National Hockey. Well, well, he's, he's going to get that from the guys on the ice all day long. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Oh, if, if you're uh, you're making this much money, you should be scoring this many goals. Yeah, I get, but I'm not. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> that sucks. Right, I mean, and you yeah, just, and, and, and as a player, you take that on personally too. It's like as soon as you know some guys start making more and more money, it's like, oh man, now I got to perform, and now I got to, oh yeah, I got to do this, I got to do this. But when they were making, you know, two million bucks, they were just having a great time playing hockey because that was their, you know, I'm overachieving. But now there's a there's a way bigger room for me to underachieve if I'm making eight million dollars. Well, right. The biggest example is that when uh, Alex Rodriguez said he allegedly started taking uh, the juice. Yeah, uh, when he signed the two hundred fifty million dollar yeah. contract, he had to live up to the contract with yeah. the Texas Rangers. Right? And you mm. feel like you owe the organization. You feel like you owe the fans to be yep. like, I got to be lights out every night. Yep. But when you were just playing for well, not for fun, you were making money, but you were just like in that spot where I, I'm overachieving. They got to pay me. I yeah. I got the control. Now it's like, okay, here it is. How much do you think the head coach would have mentioned that to Jonathan Huberto last year? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. You think so? Maybe. I don't know. I, you're the highest paid player. You got to go out there and play. I think he would have just ripped them apart. Is just like for a yeah. lot, of, lot of characteristics that he he lacked last season, and then he would have beat him down for it. Yep. Um, and then on top of that, probably the pressure Huberto put on himself, being that player coming over, having the season he had the year prior, he probably was just as much at fault as Daryl. But at the same same time, like I don't know, I don't know what goes on in that dressing room. I, you, you don't you don't know. We got to sit here and watch and speculate. You yeah. know that there was something wrong last year. Everybody points to. How how Daryl would operate? Um, I yes, he can be hard to play for. Yes, he's demanding. Yes, he can be a little offside. But you know mm-hmm. what? These guys are all professional athletes, though, too. And what I get tired of is when guys start going to the media to complain about crap that they could handle internally. They could, mm-hmm. they could go into Daryl's office and say, you know what? How about you? Whatever. You know what I mean? 
and have it out with somebody. Be, be a man, you know, instead of just ask, you know, hey, uh, teacher, um, Billy over here is bugging me. Can you th- mm. take him outside and penalize him for it? Like, you got to have guys that have a little bit of gumption, right? Mm. And, that, and, that, and it goes onto the ice too. Can you stand up for yourself? You don't have to go punch somebody in the face, but go to work, outwork a guy, show that you want it instead of, yeah, it sucks being yelled at. Yes, it sucks sometimes being belittled, right? Yes, it sucks that, you know, you get called out. That's hard. Mm-hmm. And instead of just like, oh man, you know that he's right, he's right, but like, no, no, but get up, let's go, right? And and that's the thing. That's that's a leadership thing. That's an internal motivation thing. Mm. Money aside, you some guys make ten million dollars. They can't, they can't. They're not mature. You know, with just ten million dollars, you're getting paid for skill. I just I see it, and I just I want somebody to just I don't know. I don't know how else to say it, so I'm not going to say it the way I think in my head. But you just got to man up. Fight back. Fight back. And it's okay to fight with your teammates. Like, Mm -hmm. it is. And when I say fight, I don't mean like... Scrap them. But we've had fights in practice too with guys. And they're like, oh, that can't happen. Yes, sometimes it needs to happen. Because you know what? This guy over here doesn't get it. And let's get going, right? And somebody's going to grab you and say, hey, listen. And you're not not doing what you need to do. You're you're, uh, alienating yourself on the team. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. And I've told you a million times. And I'm going to start running you over. Or Mm. I'm going to call you out and practice. and sometimes guys rise, and I've seen so many times two teams have can, can fall apart too when that happens. Right. But it, but it does rise up at, at, at a certain point. Internal competition is important for mm-hmm. sure. It is, but it's also pushing people. But then it also the guy that's calling you out. You also better have your ducks in a row because if you're coming after somebody, you got to have your you got to be open to to take that back to all these closed door meetings. Sometimes or oh the coach is a jerk. Oh the coach sucks. So oh, we got to rally around. You can rally around bad players, you know, or bad coaches. You yeah. hate the guy. I hate this guy, but let's go out there and play. Yeah. But when guys start being accountable with each other, like legit accountable, not like, hey, you know, and the next time you do that, can you do this, please? Because it's really upsetting me, right? It's like, you're in the National Hockey League, man. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, too, there's a lot of, uh, to get there, it costs a lot of money now. It, it, it did then be to, before, but there's, there's skilled players, they'll find a way to get there. Mm-hmm. And there's not a ton of hurdles in their way, and, and everything's kind of done. They're treated like professionals, like when they're 15 years old, if you go play on those select teams, right? Yeah. And they're told they're the best and they get to play on the first line. They get to do this. And so when they actually get to that level where everybody's that good, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, well now what? What do I do? I'm used to being the best. How do I fight for my, well, I'm used to just, comp- you know, fighting or, or, or telling my parents or telling my agent, hey, like this is, I got to be put in a place where I can succeed. Well, sometimes you need to fight for that position. You got to show you want and you are going to struggle. Like it's going to suck sometimes. Right. I'd like to see Hubert. Oh yeah, he had a bad year last year. So what? Let's go. You know, he puts a lot of pressure on himself. Every pro athlete does. Everybody. Yeah. yeah you're, you're your own worst enemy all the time. Mm-hmm. And because somebody looks like they don't care, it's, they do. It's just they don't know how to process it sometimes, right? They're skate around. Oh, he's not engaged. Yeah. He's not engaged because he's thinking that he sucks right now and he needs to get going and he's too trapped mm-hmm. in his own mind to even move. But maybe somebody needs to, one of your teammates, one of somebody that you care about, a good friend on the team or somebody say, hey, like you are garbage. <laughs> What's wrong? Let's go. Yeah. Right? Anyway. I like your rant. Mm-hmm. Good. I also want to get your opinion on uh, mayonnaise. Yes. <laughs> um, Hellman's. That was a clunky segue. Uh, Miracle Whip. <laughs> that was... um, Miracle listen. Whip's not mayonnaise. <laughs> um, listen, you can't always hit home runs. No, roast. that was. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you Sometimes ground out to first. Just going to pull shoot. Okay, now yeah. we're done with serious. Sometimes you just got to swing the bat and yeah, see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, your favorite mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Hellman's. Oh, really? I think I think it's too tangy for me. Yeah, 
Yeah. But I'm, you a know cra- I'm a craft OG guy. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm getting off the mayonnaise. Really? Yeah. It upsets, it, uh, it upsets my tummy. Mm-hmm. It makes it rumble a little bit. Mm. And uh, I've been removing it from my sandwiches that I make. Are you a mustard guy? Now? I am a mustard guy. Oh, do Which I love mustard? What type of mustard? Um, French's. Mm. Do you see straight yellow? Classic straight French yellow. yellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Those are only for hot dogs. What are you doing? <laughs> um, have you ever said cut the mustard when you pass gas? <laughs> no. No, I haven't. I've That's heard that <laughs> I've heard that being said. Yeah. Who cut the mustard? <laughs> what do you mean? You can't cut mustard. <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense. That's right. Um, also toothpicks. Yeah. Want to get your opinion on toothpicks. Because Dusty Baker, the manager of the Houston Astros, back in the another ALCS with a toothpick. Have you ever known anybody in your life who used to rock a toothpick? My late uncle always liked to rock the toothpick. <laughs> Did you have anybody in your life who rocked a toothpick? Because to me, that's more of a lifestyle. It is. If you're having a toothpick in if your mouth. If your name is Randy and you have a toothpick, you yeah. are set. <laughs> or Rod. Or Rod. Yep. Um, Razor Ramon, I grew up watching him on TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I really... Oh, <laughs> but, uh... Is there anything more disrespectful than getting a used toothpick <laughs> oh, flicked in your face? But that's Ooh. the only reason Cigarette why... Cigarette butt. Yeah. Cigarette butt. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, like, that works. Put, put yeah. out on you? <laughs> no. Flicked at you is worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's more disrespectful. If it's put out okay. on you, someone's looking to do damage just because you've yep. done, done them wrong. Mm. I actually I, have a couple of those on me, actually. But I only wanted the toothpick so I could flick it. Like, I just wanted to flick. I wanted to get the accuracy yeah. of the toothpick. But I used to rock a toothpick every once in a while because I got crooked jibs, right? So stuff gets, mm. you know, stuck in there, and you got to have a tool to, right. to, to get it out. Um, but yeah, no, no. Nobody, can, I didn't have an uncle. Place. You carry those pocket flossers <laughs> on you all the time now? I can't. I just rinse my mouth out with water. Oh. Yeah. It's always fun, too, when you have something in your teeth and nobody tells you, and then right. you go to the bathroom, and like, wow, I have like nine pieces of pepper Wait, in, in my bottom row of my teeth. Are your teeth so mangled you can't floss? It's like I've been chewing on glass. No, I, I no, I like, can, I can like floss. Your teeth are, you're not a shark. Yeah, like, <laughs> your teeth are Yeah, not. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, they there's look one, great. There's one down here that's twisted like, that just screws everything you're up You're not like oh. Matt Sundin with the jack-o'-lantern <laughs> smile. <laughs> I have deep grooves in my teeth, too. Yeah. That get, uh, anyway, your you tongue doesn't them. look like it's in jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chewing on in gravel. In the big house, yeah. yeah. Chewing on gravel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yummy. Yeah. Listen, there's nothing more appealing to me than a nice golden smile, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at oh. all those fake jibs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A nice golden smile. When, when guys would get their teeth knocked nice out. Nice Yukon potato. And then the dentist would say, sorry, sir, we don't have that shade of yellow. We can't, <laughs> we can't blend your teeth together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> You, Great job today. You're gonna have to smoke a few darts around this tooth here. I, to I feel like I feel up. like I have to ask you, like, what are you, uh, what are you promoting? Like, what are you, what are you, <laughs> what you, you doing? What are you up to yeah. these days? Eh? Yeah, what, what, so what, what, uh, you, you got a new book? <laughs> yeah. Do you got a charity thing coming up? Oh like, yeah. What do you got going on? I, I started playing hockey again. I was Get off out for of here, four really? months. I, start, I played on Tuesday. I got a couple tournaments coming up that I have been. Uh, um, You're not but, playing a net though. Oh, I have to. I can't play forward. I get too mad. Oh. I, I'm not a, like I'm a strong skater. Like I'm like an ox on the ice. Yeah, yeah but I'm not very well, fast. You, you played right? in the NHL. I I would assume you're a very good like skater. Revo out I, there. I can't do a left crossover. Can't. Doesn't work. Why it, would you? It, why it, would you do that with pads on? Right. Yeah. And uh, and so I. I I'm playing in the Glen Cross Invitational. Crazy. You played in the NHL, yeah. and you can't put your left foot over your no, right foot. Not at all. Well, because my knees were so bad at one point, my kneecap would dislocate every time I oh do a left. Uh, oh my god! I, 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 I'd go out and stop the puck behind the net, and my kneecap would fall out of the out of place. I'm like, oh, that's not good. I got to skate off here and get that put back in. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. Um, Did it have like that fluid, and you can move it around? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was, it was really cool. Uh, you know, it's fun to look at too. Like my my leg is. Uh, 
You've seen it. I've worn shorts on the course before. Yeah. Um, um, one of my most mangled. horrifying uh, elementary school memories of all time was, I will never forget this, I was in a grade three, four split class, and uh, one of the uh, third grade kids uh, for show and tell, Holly Barnett, who was quite quality later on in life, <laughs> uh, for uh, her... Um, just context, Matty. Yeah, yeah it's really important context. I'm glad you added uh, it. For show and tell, uh, she brought in, in a jar, her dad's kneecap that he lost in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> I am not kidding you. There was a kneecap in a jar, and I'm like, oh, God. Wow, this is awesome. Yeah, this yeah. is not good. I don't remember what the teacher's reaction was. I'll just never forget how horrifying it was to see a human kneecap <laughs> in a jar. It's gross. In an elementary school. Oh, Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I was listening to the Smartless pod, and uh, they did some live shows, and uh, one of the hosts, Sean Hayes, his mother, before she passed away, she only had one eye, and they have her eye in a jar. <laughs> they brought it up on stage. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> or no, they had her fake eye left okay, over. All right. Not yeah, the real yeah, one. Her real eye. Yeah. Let no, me just yeah. take that from you. They had the fake one, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm stopping pucks now, backing. I can't play four. It drives me nuts. Okay. And so I'm in the net. And uh, and it turns out I'm actually much better now than when I was because I don't move nearly as much. Mm-hmm. And I do cover up a tad bit more space than I did before. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, Do you have all your old equipment still? I, you know what? The Dallas Stars screwed me, and I had no idea. My, my last year in the American Hockey League, I, uh, I was a, I think, I, I don't know, I tried to get like eight, I'm kidding, but I was injured a lot, and they, did, they left me off the playoff roster in Austin. And so I just got new gear at Christmas. I'm like, this is awesome. I go out and play with it like twice and blow my needle again, so I'm done. And... Uh, I just drive home in whatever, March, April, because I'm on the playoff roster, and I got my bag, I load it up, put it in my truck, and drive home, and I get, I open it up like three months later, and it's all my old gear from the start of the season. The trainer had made the swap, but, oh. uh, and there was like, it was just, I was laughing my, you know what, off, because it's like, all my old gear was just in there. I'm like, you, cheap, you know? And so I still have that gear, and I use it, and it's... uh well, it's still awesome gear. It's it's old. Yeah. And it's rusty. Do you feel any of the pucks or no? Oh, yeah. yeah really? I, oh, yeah. I mean, my glove was always a pancake anyway, so no matter how much protection I had on it, I had to feel the puck, so I, I get my hand blows up all the time. Like, wh- But why what did you have to feel? Like, what do you mean you had to? Who are you playing against? Yeah, like who's shooting these laser beams at you? Accountants? Right now? Yeah. Well, with Flames alumni, we still skate. Some of those boys can still okay, all right. hum, who's hum it. Sure, give me, Val give me one name. Came give me one name. You. One name right now. Right now, uh, Mason Raymond. Oh, yeah, that makes oh, sense. Oh yeah, but he's yeah. he's not that far removed yeah. from playing in the <laughs> league, <laughs> and he could also zip it off the rush. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did mm. Joe Lotto still rip it? No, but you know, even because yeah. but I was skating and you know on Tuesday and there's some ex pros out there ripping around right and there's mm. some guys that you know play college or some guys that just thought they were really good you know yeah. that you know they oh they, that's they, like they, me they catch you off guard. The problem with it though too is timing is bad because some guys can really fire it. And then other guys can't. So you're assuming that this guy can shoot the puck and he can't. So you always, like, you go over the puck and it hits you in the elbow and then it goes in the net and people skate by. You're like, really? You're like, you shut your mouth. You have no idea how hard this is right Knuckle now. Knuckle puck yeah. is tough. Oh, man, it's a real thing. Yeah, Do you need a good uh, shut down defender to eat up five to six minutes of ice? <laughs> you got my number. Uh, Calgary Sporting Legend. Clear out the crease a little bit. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thanks for jumping in. Hey, thanks for having me. No, this is great. It was, I, I learned a lot about goaltending. And we you talked about defensemen. To. We talked about the Flames. Yeah. I think it was a win-win. It was a win-win. Uh, everybody have a terrific weekend. Thanks for listening. Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your favorite podcatcher. What do you got coming up on Mucho Big Show? Well, we're going to talk about uh, tomorrow's opponent, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh. We're going to visit uh, with Taylor Haas. Uh, she's down in Washington ahead of the Penguins mm. Capitals tonight. And then they're back home to take on the Flames tomorrow night. I don't call night. enough people Haas. <laughs> you know, 
You know what? I, I, Probably. I w- yeah. Hey, Big no, Hoss. That's right. No, hey, you're right. I say hey, Hoss. Big Hoss. I say Hoss. What do you think of the Flames goaltending, Big Hoss? <laughs> I, uh, I used to get called Big Guy from people I that didn't know me. Too. I, on an email, hey, Big Guy. And if you know me, I, get, I, I have no problem with it. But if you don't, like I met you once, like, hey, Big Guy. But I was, yesterday I was having coffee at a place downtown, and there was a gentleman sitting beside me, and he was a real pylon, and he yep. just thought he was super cool. And the and, uh, guy comes by to kind of give him his bill or whatever. Before he can even say, hey, can I get you anything else? He goes, uh, hey, boss, just a check, please. Yeah. And I looked at him, and I'm like, I want to punch you in the throat because that's yeah. just rude, yeah. and you're trying to be boss, real. big guy. Yeah. I call Chum. people ace when they tell me that. All right, ace. <laughs> yeah. Or sport. <laughs> oh, Sport's a good one, buddy. too. Buddy. Oh, when buddy. I get, hey, buddy. I'm like, hey, don't call me buddy, don't. pal. Yeah. <laughs> There's also that line. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to end the week with uh, Plays of the Week, Brent Cron. Thank you, Matt. Uh, we'll see you Monday. Bye. All right. Bye. This is the best of the worst of the big show with Russick and Rose. Welcome to the new NHL season. It should be electric. And they smell bad. So let's just go with 25 years because it's a easier number. And I'd sure. say I average 300 columns a year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Six, oh, my goodness. Six. Six million. Six million yeah, is the number. A, so you, Pretty good math. You, get you should actually get Patrick to do that math because our man Patrick is yeah. not good with no. math. 13 players on the current 26-man roster. Of, that's 52%. Yeah, it is. 60 million. 60 yeah. million. It's 7,500. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, no, last week was my... 29th anniversary of walking into Calgary. He got fat. He's a mucker. I need like eight more guys back there to be working. The heat is like the afternoon. Shots fired! Hey, how are you, Savvy? Power play sport for 16. Couldn't be better. That life's good. (laughs) It's like... Do it. Do it now. I just hate everybody on social media sometimes. Yeah, thanks, George. We have some exciting news. If you own a BMW, (laughs) choose Motorworks for service and (laughs) 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 GVPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPP